Hey everyone, it's George from Blockchain DXP and today is the 5th of September 2023 and unfortunately guys, looks like September is definitely not having a good start for the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies and in my episode yesterday, I went ahead and gave a reason as to why the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency is falling down and look guys, massive news regarding Bitcoin spot ETF is definitely having an impact on the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies because this also means that once a Bitcoin spot ETF is approved, the price of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies will definitely be heading towards the moon, most likely yes and unfortunately that should not be the way how Bitcoin in particular should be working but nonetheless that is unfortunately the nature of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. Now in today's episode guys, we are going to be discussing some news from down under and that is regarding Australia Senate Committee and what they have done is they have gone ahead and rejected a crypto bill so we'll definitely go and explore what that news is all about. Now look guys, you shouldn't be surprised if Australia is actually trying to incorporate digital yuan or definitely in favor of CBDCs so we'll definitely go ahead and explore what that news is all about. Now we also have some news all the way from London and London Stock Exchange is planning to use blockchain technology. Now look guys, once you truly understand what blockchain technology is, you also need to truly understand the limitations of blockchain that is where blockchain trilemma kicks in that is security, scalability and decentralization. And to be honest, I really am not sure at this point of time if we have any solution for blockchain trilemma. So we'll very briefly touch base on what the news regarding London Stock Exchange Group is. And guys, earlier this year, I did start a Metaverse Everything series. Unfortunately, the news regarding Metaverse has died down. But in today's episode, we'll definitely go and explore how taxation in Metaverse would work. Now, what are your thoughts, guys, on taxation on Metaverse? We'll definitely go and have a look at that. And finally, guys, towards the end of the episode, we're going to be talking about the GOAT that is Cristiano Ronaldo and that is to do with NFTs and he's releasing an NFT in partnership with Binance and to be honest guys I put up a video on YouTube and that is to do with the lie detector test so I would really urge you to go out and watch it. Now even if you're a Messi fan I'm pretty much sure you'll definitely go out and appreciate what that video is all about. So quite a lot of cover guys in today's episode and like we do in every Crypto and Coffee Date podcast we're going to be covering two news from Dubai UAE and the Middle East. Now both the news has to do with artificial intelligence and both the news has to do with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So what I'm going to be doing is, while I'm going ahead and mentioning these spots, I'm going to try to find out ways where blockchain or cryptocurrency actually merges with artificial intelligence. Now the first news has to do with Uniphonic and they have unveiled state-of-the-art artificial intelligence at seamless Saudi Arabia. So it looks like they will definitely be elevating customer experience to a completely new height. And the second news guys has to do with Saudi data body and they've actually partnered with Google Cloud and the goal is to train 1,000 women from 28 countries in artificial intelligence. So extremely positive news. So I'll definitely go ahead and touch base on that news. So quite a lot of cover guys. So let's kick start with it right away. Welcome to the Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast that keeps you up to date on all latest developments in the world of cryptocurrencies, blockchain and NFTs. Join us Monday to Friday as you kick off your day with a cup of coffee and a deep dive into the exciting and rapidly evolving world of digital assets. We'll cover the latest news and trends in the cryptocurrency and blockchain space as well as delve into the growing world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens and metaverse. Plus, we'll keep you updated on the latest developments from Dubai, UAE and the wider Middle East region. Whether you're a seasoned crypto enthusiast or just getting started, Crypto and Coffee at 8 has something for you. Our expert host will provide insight and analysis on the most important topics in the industry and help you stay up to date on the latest developments. We'll bring you interviews with leading figures in the crypto and blockchain space 
and explore the ways in which these technologies are changing the world around us, from the impact on traditional financial systems to the potential for revolutionizing industries and transforming societies, we'll cover it all on Crypto and Coffee at 8. So tune in and join us for a daily dose of Crypto and Coffee at 8 and let's stay ahead of the curve together. We'll start your day off right with the most important news and insights from the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse and help you navigate this exciting and rapidly evolving landscape. In Crypto and Coffee at 8, the daily podcast covers the latest developments in the world of cryptocurrency, blockchain and the metaverse. We'll also bring you updates on the latest news from Dubai, UAE and wider Middle East region. This also includes a range of topics such as developments in the local and blockchain industry including new projects and initiatives, regulatory updates and policies related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region, local and regional events and conferences focused on crypto and blockchain, interviews with leading figures in Dubai, UAE and Middle East crypto and blockchain community coverage of any significant news or events related to cryptocurrency and blockchain in the region. By covering these local and regional developments, in addition to the wider world of cryptocurrency and blockchain, Crypto & Coffee at 8 aims to provide a comprehensive overview of the industry and its impact on the Dubai, UAE and Middle East region. Now before we kickstart today's episode, I have an important message, so check this out. Thank you to our sponsors for being part of the Blockchain DXP journey, firstly Advanced Media. Advanced Media Cars is the largest distributor of professional video, photo, broadcast and cinematic equipment and accessories in the Middle East and MENA region. With over two decades of experience, Advanced Media is now the largest distributor in the Middle East, representing more than 100 recognizable brands, including brands such as Zeiss, DJI, Hasselblad, Red and Road. As a matter of fact, guys, the very mic that I'm recording is being sponsored by Advanced Media as well. And Advanced Media has showrooms in Saudi Arabia and services as well. Looks like they're definitely taking the Middle East by storm. And here's the beautiful thing, guys. They're taking corporate social responsibility very seriously. And they're focusing on three Ps. That is people, planet, and prosperity. Now listen, guys, if you do want to find out more information regarding the statement of corporate social responsibility, check out the website that is www.amt.tv. And here's the beautiful thing, guys. They also want to be a leader and set an example and reputation as a pioneer and member of the community. And in doing so, guys, they also have an AMT scholarship with SAE Institute in Dubai, UAE. So definitely check it out. And also, guys, Advanced Media is committed to persistently developing, organizing, and hosting training workshops, seminars, and community events that educate, inform, and familiarize consumers with new equipment and the latest technological advances. So listen guys, do one thing. If you do want to support this channel, go to the website that is www.amt.tv and follow the social media channels as well. All of the details are in the show notes below. Next, Shalook Group, a luxury retail and distributor which is headquartered in Dubai, are getting into the NFT game. And here's the deal guys, they are not just getting into the NFT and metaverse space, they are going to be shaping the NFT metaverse and Web 3.0 space, which I believe is excellent not just for Dubai and UAE, but also for the global cryptocurrency community as well. And guys, Charlotte Group's Web 3.0 sneaker brand called Soulmates revealed their first NFT collection on the 12th of April. Now, what is really interesting is that it's called as Soulmates, so it's spelled as S for Sugar, O for Orange, L for Larry. Now, instead of E, they have replaced it with Web 3, and it is the number 3, mates.xyz. And guys, listen. Charlotte Group has over half a century's worth of experience 
in luxury goods and then getting into the NFT space is a massive deal. Now, if you're a sneakerhead, you definitely need to check out soulmeets.xyz. And once again, guys, the number is 3 instead of an E. It has all the information. And in the show notes below, you'll get all the information. And listen, guys, if you want to be an early adopter, you can also pre-mint it at www.dreamin.xyz forward slash soulmates. So definitely check it out. And they have a Discord community as well. And guys, Nick, who is the head of corporate innovation at Charlotte Group and also the co-founder of Soulmates, has a WhatsApp group where he constantly provides updates in the area of NFTs, Metaverse and Web 3.0. So guys, check out soulmates.xyz and be part of the Soulmates OG NFT that is definitely going to shape the industry. Next, Startup OI is global one tech platform for tech. It offers global high-paying tech jobs with flexibility in working time and location, global free tech events, and tech networks to connect with global like-minded engineers. A brilliant platform to listen to the tech experts in Metaverse and to grab their insights. Now listen, all you have to do is download the app Startup OI. If you're using an Android version, go to Google Store and App Store for iOS devices. Alternatively, you can also click on the show notes below to download Startup OI. Next, guys, listen, if you're into fitness, if you're into adventure, if you want to do something wild but still want to keep your health in check, there is a new podcast in town, a podcast focusing on obstacle course race in the Middle East. The podcast is called The Race Pace Podcast. So check out The Race Pace Podcast across all leading platforms. And The Race Pace Podcast is a peer-to-peer community-driven podcast where they talk all about obstacle course race in the Middle East, from Sandstorm to Spartan Race, from Tough Mudder to Desert Warrior Challenge and also the Government Gulf Games and quite a lot more. The podcast has interviews with athletes locally and internationally to get inside scoop on how athletes prepare for obstacle course race. In the podcast, they also talk about interesting stories on why they are motivated to do obstacle course race. And that's not all. They also plan to release seven NFTs. And these NFTs are no ordinary. These NFTs will represent every emirate in the UAE. And listen guys, these NFTs are going to be absolutely massive. So do one thing, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to any leading podcasting platform and search for Rise in the Obstacle Course Race podcast. And finally guys, not your keys, not your crypto. If you have dabbled with cryptocurrencies and now are seriously getting to protect your cryptocurrencies, there is no better way to protect it by using a hardware wallet. And this is where Ledger Wallet kicks in. And Ledger Wallets are hardware cryptocurrency wallets made by Ledger, a company headquartered in Paris, France. And Ledger's hardware wallets are multi-currency wallets that are used to store private keys for cryptocurrencies offline. And Ledger offers two hardware wallets, the Ledger Nano and Ledger Nano X wallets. They are world-class experts with extensive crypto security backgrounds. They continuously look for vulnerabilities in Ledger products in a constant effort to improve the level of security. In today's world, securing these digital assets is a critical challenge. And this is where Ledger kicks in. So click the link below to buy your hardware wallet and support this podcast. It is a brilliant way to support this podcast. So what are you waiting for? The link is in the show notes below. Now guys, since you've taken care of that, let's kick start by looking at the global cryptocurrency market. Now, unfortunately, guys, the market cap of Bitcoin has a very high possibility of going below the $500 billion mark. Definitely, definitely not ideal. Now, the global cryptocurrency market as of today stands at $1.04 trillion. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 0.67%. The total cryptocurrency market volume has been ridiculously bad in the entirety of 2022 and 2023. But to be honest, guys, 2023 
is definitely looking worse and it is down to 23.3 billion dollars absolutely scary numbers and what is really crazy is that guys since the last 24 hours it is up by 19.21 percent and if you look at the volume of DeFi, it is still ridiculously low and it is down to 2.05 billion dollars and as of today guys DeFi is accounting for 8.81 percent of the total crypto market 24 hour volume and guys yesterday in my episode i did talk about cz who did actually go live on twitter space or x space and he did actually mention that DeFi's volume will definitely be picking up during the next bullish cycle now mind you guys he definitely has to say that isn't it because to be honest binance is doing absolutely horrendous and whenever it comes to let's say prediction be price or even protocols everything is 100 percent right 50 percent of the time now if you look at the total value locked in DeFi, it is well below the 40 billion dollar mark and it is at 37.88 billion dollars and lido is still dominating as of today that is the 5th of september with 14.06 billion dollars is locked in this protocol and guys one matrix which i'm keeping a track on a daily basis that is decentralized exchange to centralized exchange percentage volume and unfortunately guys the decentralized exchange percentage or dominance is only at 10.47 percent and this goes back to cz's point will there be a time where the percentage increases let's say to 40 or 60 percent i would say once it reaches 40 percent that is very very comfortable and we can easily say people are ditching centralized exchange or centralized entities and moving towards decentralization now to be honest guys when will this thing happen i really really am not sure i wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't happen let's say in the next coming two decades or so but i'm hoping i'm 100 wrong with this now let's quickly run through the volume of DeFi protocols now uniswap is number one and its volume is 377.43 million dollars pancakeswap is number second and its volume is 217.67 million dollars Mavic Protocol guys is at 92.52 million dollars. Dodo Finance at 43.16 million dollars and Finally Curve Finance at 41.35 million dollars. And I'll be really curious to check if you look at let's say the top 5 DeFi volumes, what percentage accounts for centralized exchanges. And guys, listen, in 2023, the massive news that is circulating this year is about stable coins. And for me, it is a bit surprising because the volume is ridiculously low. It is accounting for a higher percentage. And if you look at the 24-hour volume, let's say of Terra USDT, Circle USDC, the volume is not looking good at all. So it is a bit surprising that Ripple, PayPal, Hedera Hashgraph, and Circle USDC are branching out and trying to get more into stable coins. It does not make any sense from a business part as well, unless they are seeing some opportunities and they have identified few areas where stable coins might actually dictate the future of cryptocurrencies. And I've said this thing so many times, guys. When you talk about stable coins, they definitely do not follow the ethos of open blockchain because your transactions can 100% be censored. Now, if you look at the volume of stable coins out of the $22.24 billion, Tether USDT is accounting for $17.43 billion, followed by Circle USDC at $2.18 billion, and the 24 hour trading volume of TUSD is well above Binance BUSD's volume and it is at $1.50 billion. Now, let's quickly run through the market cap. 24-hour trading volume and dominance between Bitcoin and Ethereum and look as I wouldn't be surprised let's say in the next few hours if the market cap of Bitcoin goes well below the half a trillion dollar mark because right now it is at 501 billion dollars Ethereum is definitely well below the 200 billion dollar mark and it is at 195 billion dollars now let's say in a scenario guys where the SEC does go ahead and decide to approve Bitcoin's for ETF I wouldn't be surprised if the market cap of Bitcoin crosses the 600 billion dollar mark maybe in just a couple of days and the 750 billion dollar mark 
might be crossed maybe let's say in a maximum of two weeks what are your thoughts i definitely do think that is possible now if you look at the 24-hour trading volume bitcoin's 24-hour trading volume is only at 10.2 billion dollars whereas ethereum is at 3.60 billion dollars and surprisingly guys for the second time this week the dominance of bitcoin is on a downward trend and as of today it is at 48.29 percent and ethereum is at 18.80 percent now in today's episode guys let me very briefly run through the market cap of smart contracts and to be honest guys i've already mentioned about ethereum its market cap is 195 billion dollars now the second is binance bnb coin and as of today its market cap is 33.08 billion dollars now mind you guys binance bnb's market cap used to hover somewhere between the 42 to 47 billion dollar mark now unfortunately because of the sec aggressively going after them the market cap has definitely fallen down and cardano is still at number third and its market cap used to hover somewhere between the 10 to 13 billion dollar mark and as of today it is at 8.90 billion dollars now look as in dubai cardano is actually planning to have a summit and i do have an interview with the ceo of cardano foundation so please feel free to go and check it out because in that episode he went ahead and explained the key difference between cardano foundation versus iohk and what is it that you can expect at the cardano foundation and to be honest guys one thing what i really liked about the ceo that is frederick Graygard. I got this feeling that he's more concerned about people using blockchain technology and not necessarily Cardano. He's definitely hoping that blockchain technology might actually serve humanity in a much broader way. Now, the number four protocols of our smart contracting platform is concerned, guys, is Solana. And to be honest, guys, it is extremely close to Cardano's market cap. And as of today, it is at $7.92 billion. And in yesterday's episode, guys, I briefly discussed if there is a possibility of MakeDAO to go and change this code base to Solana, I personally, to be honest, wouldn't like to see that, but the technical functionalities of centralized blockchain protocols such as Solana is definitely advantageous. Now, the fifth smart contracting platform, guys, is Tron, and its market cap is $6.91 billion. And if you look at the price of Tron, it is 0.0773 cents. To be honest, guys, I'm not a fan or massive advocate of Tron, but they do have very superior functionalities. Let's say even in comparison to Binance BNB chain. Now, guys, before we look at the king of all kings, let me quickly run through a protocol called as HDC Network. Because to be honest, they are still in the top 50 and it has some roots to do with Mumbai, India. So in today's episode, let me very briefly run through what HDC Network is, who the founders are and how does it operate. Now, HDC Network, guys, was formerly known as XFIN Network. And essentially, guys, they claim it is a hybrid blockchain that is a mixture of public and private blockchain. And they claim it is a platform that combines the transparency of public blockchain with the speed and security of private networks. And based on the research, it states that with the help of blockchain technology and state-of-the-art infrastructure, the project intends to provide streamlined financial services to its users. Now look, as there is either open blockchain or there is software. There is absolutely nothing called as private blockchain. Now going back to the news regarding XDC network, the protocol's open source software uses a delegated proof of stake also called as XDPOS consensus mechanism. Essentially, guys, they facilitate fast transactions, interoperability, and cybersecurity. And the network claims that they can process 2,000 transactions per second. And because of interoperability nature and smart contracts and Ethereum virtual machine compatibility, users can more easily scale the projects. And to be honest, guys, this might sound really fancy, but it goes back to the very basics of blockchain trilemma problem. Now, let me very briefly run through who the founders of HTC Network is. Because XFinGas was founded in 2017 and initially they were based in Singapore. And the platform's founders are Ritesh Kakad 
and Atul Kekade and Karan Bhardwaj, and in 2018, Bhardwaj decided to devote more time to his own startup called as LATO Tech, and Ritesh Kakadgaz is a tech entrepreneur with extensive experience in the blockchain industry, and he earned his bachelor's degree in commerce, accounting and finance from the University of Mumbai in India, and before joining Xfin, he also established solutions and applications development firm called as IMB Soft System. Now, what is it that makes XTC Network completely unique? Now, mind you, guys, the XTC Network is an Ethereum virtual machine compatible layer 1 blockchain that is compatible with the global payment messaging standard ISO 20022, making it a convenient platform onto which developers and financial institutions can build applications. Additionally, guys, the platform launched XTC Pay app, which is essentially a web extension with support for some popular browsers, which claims to simplify the user experience for investors and business. And XDC Cars wants to address the challenges that early blockchain network failed to address, that is low network bandwidth, unreasonable high fees, and a poor experience for developers. And the platform also supports smart contracts, so developers have the options of building apps and protocols on the blockchain. And what they claim is that they allow for deployment of layer 2 digital assets called as origin and employ sharding to process transactions over 2,000 transactions per second. And the platform guys is an open source hybrid blockchain for global trade and finance. And thanks to its hybrid design, XTC interacts with both public and private blockchain. And the system provides hybrid relay bridges that retransmit transactions into the public blockchain. Now, let me very briefly run through the tokenomics of it because the blockchain network uses a native token called as XTC. And that is what actually fuels transaction activities and smart contracts on the network. And it also facilitates cross border trade. And it also powers the whole ecosystem and acts as a payment and settlement facility. So users essentially need XAD tokens to process transactions and pay for gas fees on XTC. And they can even stake the tokens and receive XTC rewards in exchange for processing transactions and contributing to the network security. And they also have decentralized applications, also called as dApps, which can be developed on the platform that uses XTC as a utility token as well. Now, so far as the supply is concerned, guys, we have roughly around 37 billion. 705,012,699 coins and a circulating supply of roughly around 13.8 billion coins. Now, the token distribution cost is as follows because they're giving reward for network participants, which accounts for 32.5%. But listen to this, guys, this is what is scariest and crazy. The team itself gets 25%. That sounds absolutely like a scam, isn't it? And so far as the ecosystem is concerned, 15% is allotted to that. The hedge pool gets 10%. And pre placement and token offering got 10%, and pre placement and token offering got 10%. Charities are given 5%, and reserves finally have 2.5%. And listen, guys, the basic question is who goes ahead and decides the distribution? Looks like it is a central entity, isn't it? And that's one of the reasons, guys, I truly do not like protocol that claim to be a mixture of private as well as public blockchain. Now, let me very briefly run through how XTC network is secured, guys, because the XTC network is secured through an environmentally friendly an highly efficient delegated proof-of-stake consensus algorithm known as XFIN Delegated Proof-of-Stake, also called as XDPOS, and they claim it is more advanced and secure than other algorithms as it leverages the node mechanism and produces blocks more efficiently, and the algorithm also features self-KYC features and has KYC implementation on other nodes as well. So those are some basic level information about XCD network, guys. But once again, guys, there is either open blockchain or there is a software now guys let's run through the king of all kings that is bitcoin because to be honest guys the price of bitcoin is not looking good and it is well below the twenty-six thousand dollar mark as a matter of fact it is only at twenty-five thousand. 
$699. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.17%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 1.20%. Ethereum gas is at $1,618. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 1.09%. And since the last 7 days, it is down by 1.64%. And Binance BNB Corn gas is definitely not looking good at all. It is at $214. And since the last 24 hours, it is down by 0.04%. Since the last 7 days, it is down by 1.70%. Now look guys, what is going on is some massive news regarding Australia. And the news is that in Down Under, the Australian Senate Economics Legislation Committee has rejected the Digital Asset Market Regulation Bill 2023. And this, to be honest guys, was introduced by opposition senator called Andrew Bragg, who I believe is from the Democratic Party or a Labour Party. And what the Australian Senate Economic Legislation Committee is recommended that rather than the government let people consult with the industry on the development for fit-for-purpose digital asset regulations in Australia, that to be honest does make quite a lot of sense, isn't it? Because looks like what Andrew Bragg wants to do is he wants to prepare the country for widespread use of China's central bank digital currency, also called as the digital yuan, so definitely not ideal. Now if you go to the show notes below guys, you can actually see Andrew Bragg's bill so what I'd really recommend you to do is go ahead and read through that blog because to be honest that is definitely not ideal because he's actually proposing strict reporting requirements for banks that could potentially make digital yuan available for use in Australia. So definitely not ideal. So looks like guys Andrew Bagg is definitely a massive advocate of central bank digital currency. And I've said this thing so many times guys when you talk about politics and politicians left-leaning ideologies or Democrats or Labour Party are definitely not in favor of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, and they are definitely in favor of central bank digital currency that gives the government more control over the money. And guys, what happened over the weekend is that Gulf News they also actually published an article stating that effective 31st of August, all cryptocurrency businesses in Dubai has to be VAR certified. Now, mind you, guys, I personally think this news is definitely not ideal because look, when you go back to the roots of why Bitcoin was created, Bitcoin was created as a movement towards separation of money and the state. Now look guys, regulations may sound good, but it defeats the whole purpose of using cryptocurrencies, isn't it? Regulations and frameworks are definitely needed for centralized exchanges or businesses that offer centralized services. And it definitely makes sense to have regulations and frameworks as long as they protect investors and customer funds. But regulations should definitely not get involved in the underlying protocol or the underlying technology a classic example you can think of is what happened to Tornado Cash, isn't it? And to be honest, guys, what I genuinely feel when you talk about Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, it is absolutely ideal for the growth to be completely organic. Now, what are your thoughts, guys? Do you agree to it or do you disagree to it? So whenever you're seeing any post regarding LinkedIn praising Dubai's role, stating that from 31st of August, all cryptocurrency businesses in Dubai will become biocertified, this is definitely not a positive news Although it might appear to be a positive news, that is definitely not the use case of cryptocurrencies because what it does is it gives governments and organizations more control over the underlying technology. Now granted guys, so far as Dubai UAE is concerned, the government is definitely supportive and they are definitely in favor of protecting customers but it should not have an impact on the underlying technology. Now guys, let's discuss some news from London and finance magnet is actually reporting that the London Stock Exchange Group is planning to launch a blockchain-based trading platform. Now, at this point of time, guys, this is just an official news. And most likely, they'll be going live, let's say, by 2024 or 2025. And the news is that the head of London Stock Exchange 
is set to lead the new project and if the London Stock Exchange Group receives regulatory approval, they will definitely be going live, hopefully by 2024. And all this information, guys, regarding this news is mentioned by a finance magnet. And once again, guys, this news might sound to be good, but once you truly understand what blockchain technology is, I very strongly feel that there are very limited use cases of blockchain technology. One thing you need to understand, guys, when you talk about Bitcoin and blockchain, the main purpose of using blockchain technology is a peer-to-peer -peer transaction system, which means the entire process is trustless as long as transactions happen peer-to-peer -peer without the need for a central entity, without the need for a central mediary or a central authority. That is the entire goal of using blockchain technology. And you also need to be aware of blockchain trilemma problem that is security, scalability and decentralization. And any project that claims that they have higher transaction output or they are claiming 1 million transactions per second they're definitely compromising in one of these three. And as I mentioned about XTC as well, looks like they're heavily compromising on centralization, isn't it? Now guys, let's discuss some news. And this is to do with Metaverse. And the news is that Harvard Law School and Yeshiva University law professor Christine Kim has recently published a research paper detailing arguments for not only taxing the Metaverse, but treating it as a laboratory for experimenting with cutting-edge policy. Now the research paper is extremely long, but it is dubbed as taxing the metaverse and Kim actually argues that the metaverse allows participants to create and build well entirely within the ecosystem. And look guys, what I think is this, once you're able to solve the blockchain trilemma problem, to be honest, I really am not sure when we'll be able to do that. Could it be possible that all transactions are recorded 100% on the blockchain and because of that taxation becomes easier? As a matter of fact guys, if you truly understand what blockchain technology is, and let's say at one point of time, if all transactions are 100% secure on an open blockchain, the auditing is done real time, isn't it? You don't require any external audits. All transactions should be completely open, absolutely for anyone to use. But I do feel that Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies may not be an ideal fit so far as Metaverse is concerned. As much as I dislike saying it, I do have this feeling that central bank digital currencies may be an ideal form of payment and medium of exchange in the Metaverse. And the reason I'm saying this is pretty simple, an average individual, let's say, who does not know anything about technology, he will be able to have customer service, he will be able to do chargebacks, he need not worry about private keys and public keys, and when you talk about metaverse, you're always talking about the user experience, and until and unless the user experience is 10 times better than what we are currently experiencing, I don't think cryptocurrencies will be an ideal fit, particularly in the metaverse. Will CBDCs be an ideal fit? Most likely, yes. Now guys, let's discuss some news regarding the GOAT that is the greatest of all time Cristiano Ronaldo and he's actually teasing an NFT plan while he was on the lie detector test in a YouTube video that is put up by Binance's channel. So what I'd really recommend you guys to do is go and watch that video because the soccer legend Cristiano Ronaldo went through a lie detector test guys to answer various questions about soccer and he also teased his plans to release more NFTs collections in the future. Definitely a unique concept. And the lie detector test video class was done as a soccer star released his second NFT collection in partnership with cryptocurrency exchange giant Binance. And guys, if you're a soccer fan or football fan, you should know that the collection was actually released in July to celebrate his reign as the highest goal scorer in the sport. And the video actually allows soccer fans to see Ronaldo take on the lie detector test while answering soccer-related questions. And to be honest, guys, the questions are more like yes or no questions. And they also asked him one question that is, Will Portugal win the World Cup and will you still be playing at the highest level in your 40s? 
and it's no surprise because the greatest of all time did actually say yes and then they actually went ahead and asked him if he actually owns nfts and cristiano ronaldo definitely confirmed yes and as a matter of fact the lie detector test also confirmed that he was speaking the truth and look guys if you're on the soccer and if you're on the football definitely go and check it out and to be honest guys i think it was an absolutely brilliant advertisement as well now guys let's discuss two news from dubai uv and the middle east and both the news guys have to do with artificial intelligence and both the news have to do with the kingdom of saudi arabia so the first news guys is that uniphonic did actually unveil state-of-the-art artificial intelligence at seamless Saudi Arabia and the whole purpose was to elevate customer experience to completely new heights. So the news essentially is that Uniphonic unveils AI-powered chatbot at seamless Saudi Arabia 2023 and Uniphonic Cars is a leading customer engagement platform in the Middle East and they aim to pioneer innovations for customer relationship and brand experiences as well. And seamless Saudi Arabia 2023 focuses on payments, fintech, retail and e-commerce and uniphonic guys actually showcased artificial intelligence and machine learning innovations at the event and look guys the ai powered chatbot is said to revolutionize customer experiences and two weeks ago guys i did talk about dubai electricity and water authority where they were actually using chat gpt to answer a lot of questions and regarding the news about unifac they also plan to use artificial intelligence to analyze behavioral patterns in human languages and they also offer that in different languages in english Arabic and Urdu as well and guys by implementing artificial intelligence it enables precise interactions and engagement with customers and it provides advanced decision making capabilities as well and some of the benefits include lead qualification 24 by 7 customer support and cost optimization and it also prioritizes data privacy and security and look guys as far as this news is concerned it can also be integrated with 100 plus service as a solution applications for automation and they also plan to incorporate the natural language understanding also called as NUL module as well and the natural language understanding module enhances intent recognition and learning from user interactions and is only going to get better and better isn't it and Mohammed Sleek the COO of Uniphonic discussed the commitment to excellence and Uniphonic guys aims to seamlessly integrate artificial intelligence for personalized interaction and think of it guys what the future of customer service would be let's say a decade from now I think it's going to be absolutely crazy and could it be possible that the artificial intelligence chat box knows more about your likes and preferences than you yourself as well i definitely do think so now going back to the news cars they emphasize that constant innovation is absolutely needed to exceed client expectation and the ai chatbot complements human contact empowering human agents and it also handles common inquiries allowing human agents to focus on complex tasks and look guys there are certain things which artificial intelligence cannot do it and looks like once that stage is reached they are finally going to transfer it to the capabilities of human agents and so far as the news regarding uniphonic is concerned guys they acquired sestak in 2022 for voice recognition technology and uniphonic actually offers a range of cutting edge products and services and these products elevate reliable customer engagement and uniphonic actually supports our division 2030 and the smart government strategy as well and so far as its history is concerned they were established in 2006 and uniphonic is now a leader in omnichannel communication solutions in the middle east so the big question guys is where does blockchain and cryptocurrency fit into it let me try to give out six areas where i think blockchain technology might potentially fit because listen guys when you talk about security blockchain and their security can definitely fit into this news and implementing blockchain to enhance security of customer data and interactions with Uniphonic's AI chatbot will be a perfect consideration 
because this can provide an immutable ledger of interactions, ensuring data privacy and trust. And we also have smart contracts and customer engagement, which is one of the biggest strengths of using blockchain. Now what can be done is maybe we can utilize smart contracts in the blockchain to automate and streamline customer engagement process. And these smart contracts can actually trigger actions and responses based on predefined conditions, making interactions more efficient. Do you think that is a good idea, guys? Let me know your thoughts. And finally, guys, we also have transparent data sharing. And by employing blockchain to create a transparent and secure data sharing ecosystem among Unifac, its clients and customers can definitely be benefited because it can ensure that data are shared only with consent and under agreed upon terms. And guys, listen, the whole notion of Web3 is about digital identity, isn't it? So can blockchain technology be used with Unifact so far as decentralized identity verification is concerned? Most likely, yes, because by using blockchain for decentralized identity verification, it will actually allow customers to have control over the identity and personal information when interacting with Uniphonic's AI-powered chatbot. And finally, guys, where does cryptocurrency fit in? What Uniphonic can do is they can integrate cryptocurrency payment options within Uniphonic solutions, enabling seamless and broadless transactions for customers and businesses using their services, and they can maybe do that globally as well. And finally, guys, for us, immutable auditing and compliance is concerned, implementing blockchain technology for immutable auditing and compliance tracking is definitely possible, and this can actually assist Uniphonic in adhering to global best practices and industry standards while maintaining a transparent record of compliance efforts. Now, what are your thoughts, guys? I definitely do feel that merging blockchain technology with artificial intelligence will definitely be a win-win solution for the artificial intelligence and for the blockchain space as well. Now, guys, let's discuss another positive news, and this is to do with the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia once again. And the news is that Saudi Data Body and Google, they have actually trained 1,000 women from 28 countries in artificial intelligence. So let me very briefly run through what that news is all about, because the Saudi Data and Artificial Intelligence Authority also called as SDAIA and Google did actually partner for training and the training program targeted 1,000 women from 28 countries and it was called as Elevate Program and part of the Elevate Program is to last it for five years and the aim is to train over 25,000 women in technical domains and the first phase cars did actually begin in May of 2023 and it actually lasts for roughly around four months and they have four different online training levels in the program as well and they utilize various learning methods, including recorded sessions and hands-on experiences as well. And what is great is that this is actually supervised by Saudi youth experts from SDAIA, that is Saudi Data and Artificial Intelligence Authority, and women, I believe, are going to get 340 hours worth of training experiences, and they are going to be offered in two distinct parts, and the focus areas include cloud engineering, data engineering, machine learning engineering, and cloud operations, and in the first phase, guys, their aim is to have 300 specialists and 700 non-specialists. And participants from 28 countries include Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, United States of America, India, UK, and quite a lot more. And the program's goal is to empower women in artificial intelligence and machine learning. And the aim is to bridge the gender gap in scientific fields. And it actually aligns with the United Nations 2023 Sustainable Development Goals. And it provides participants with skills for emerging job opportunities and they focus on training women for roles in technical and data science field as well. So definitely, definitely positive news. And the fact that this is done in Saudi Arabia sets a brilliant example, not just for women, but general education as well. So that's about all, guys. I'm Crypto Coffee Date from Blockchain GXB. In case you guys have any feedback or suggestions, 
drop me an email to info@blockchaindxb.com check out my website www.blockchaindxb.com and also check out my website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse and guys if you like listening to this podcast please click on the follow button give it a five star rating and share the word across now for the next few minutes is going to be an ask me anything series where you listeners can ask any questions regarding bitcoin blockchain beyond blockchain cryptocurrencies nfts defi and metaverse so let's kick start with the ask me anything series Hey everyone, it's Josh from Blockchain DXB. Listen to the Ask Me Anything series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and Metaverse. I have a question by Ramesh who asks, "Do you think UAE is still the leader in Metaverse?" Well, look, Ramesh, I would definitely like UAE to be the leader, so far as Metaverse is concerned. And one of the visions of Sheikh Hamdan is for UAE to be the top ten city in the world, so far as Metaverse is concerned. And look, unfortunately, since 2023. The news regarding metaverse has completely died down. And yesterday, as a matter of fact, that is 4th of September, there was a massive event in DIFC. Unfortunately, I could not attend. And essentially, in that session, we were actually having a discussion all about metaverse. And looks like they had some startup pitch where they went ahead and demoed the product as well. Now, that thing being said, Ramesh, last year when they had Jagdex, I was absolutely shocked with the lack of information regarding metaverse. 99% of them. They were not even understanding what metaverse is. They were just thinking everything virtual reality is metaverse. And I did actually ask someone about decentralized, and they were claiming to be experts in blockchain and cryptocurrencies. And they actually tried to tell me that it's not decentralized; it is called decentralization. I tried to explain it to them that decentralized is a project, a blockchain protocol that is claiming to be part of metaverse, but they didn't even know that. But going back to your question, I would really like you to be the leader in metaverse. Unfortunately, I do think it might take at least a decade's time for mainstream adoption of metaverse. Now, could it be possible that UAE is the top three cities in the world so far as metaverse is concerned? Definitely, yes. I do feel that Saudi Arabia, so far as investment is concerned, might be a strong competitor in a positive way. But even Tokyo has definitely high expectations, and they are doing quite a lot of things regarding metaverse. And look, one thing which I did actually mention, Ramesh, in my Metaverse Everything podcast, they did actually do a survey. And they ask people from developed countries what they think about metaverse. They ask people from developing countries what they think about metaverse, and the underdeveloped countries what they think of metaverse. Unfortunately, the developed countries were not too keen or eager on metaverse, but the developing countries, let's say like India, China, Turkey, and other places, they were quite positive about metaverse. Unfortunately, it should be the developed countries, because that is where the investment flows in. They are able to truly understand what metaverse is. And they are able to onboard a lot of users. Now, look, Ramesh. One thing which I did mention in my episode last week, and one thing which I often tell my clients is, just switching current existing systems to metaverse will not cut it. The new user experience has to be ten times better in order for people to switch. If we look at the classic example of Threads, they did get roughly around one hundred million users in record-breaking time. Unfortunately, if you were to compare Threads, let's say, with Twitter. The user experience cannot be the same. It has to be ten times better than what Twitter is experiencing. Until and unless it is not ten times better, people may switch, but they're definitely not going to use. And the classic example is that of Threads. Now, if there needs to be a competitor to Twitter, the new user experience can't just simulate or copy paste what Twitter is doing in blockchain or metaverse. The new user experience has to be ten times better. 
it is only Denver people use, and keeping that in mind, could it be possible that UAE is in a position to be a leader in the metaverse, and knowing how the UAE government is extremely supportive, and looking at the ambitions of Dubai, I 100% do feel that UAE has the possibility of being the leader in the metaverse, so I'm definitely staying positive on that. So that's about all guys from the Ask Me Anything series on Blockchain DXP. In case if you guys have any feedback or suggestions, drop me an email to info.blockchaindxp.com, check out my website www.blockchaindxp.com, and also check out my other website area2071.com that talks everything about metaverse. And guys, if you like listening to this podcast, please click on the follow button, give it a faster rating, and share the word across. And remember, guys, Monday to Thursday is 8 a.m. to 8:30 a.m. We have crypto and coffee date where we cover top news and information pertaining to Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi, and metaverse. And how the series of episodes on the crypto and coffee date works is. We usually cover some top news and information pertaining to the price of cryptocurrencies, some major breaking news, occasionally short and sweet news as well, news that has an impact on the cryptocurrency world. The other two news and information is related to Dubai, UAE and Middle East in the world of Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, DeFi and Metaverse. And what you're listening to right now is the Ask Me Living series, where you listeners can ask any questions regarding Bitcoin, blockchain, beyond blockchain, cryptocurrencies, NFTs. DeFi and Metaverse. Thanks so much for listening, guys, and have a nice one. Bye bye.